The Ewan Grant Podcast, the Limestone Coast Triple M. G'day, it's Ewan. Welcome to the Ewan Grant Podcast and welcome to everyone joining me on the Listener app. In today's podcast, Tony Passon, member for Barker, is going to talk about some great news for some local clubs here in the Limestone Coast. All roads lead to Narracourt this weekend for the long weekend. I'm going to tell you why when I catch up with Joe. And because it's a long weekend, if you just want to relax, put your feet up and watch a good movie, Shane A is going to join me in a moment. Time to catch up with Tony Passon, member for Barker. Tony, g'day. Good morning, Ewan. Hey, mate, community grants. There's been a bit of a splash of cash around the Limestone Coast. Sunset Community Kitchen were lucky enough to get some funding. Yeah, uh, $2,500 for new fridges. Uh, they do such great work at the Sunset Kitchen, Ewan, and this will mean their fridges are both safer and more energy efficient, saving them costs. Um, I was reminded when I went up to the kitchen that we'd also provided funding some time ago for solar panels on the roof. So uh, free electricity with efficient uh, fridges, courtesy of the federal government. Now, mate, they are not the only community group that has been managed to... Uh to secure a community grant. The men's shed have also got one? Yep, uh, a touch over $7,500, which will enable them to buy a a specialist piece of equipment, effectively a laser, which um, burns insignia and these things onto wood. They've been to the Murray Bridge Shed, where we'd provided funding for a similar thing previously, and they were keen to get one, so they've secured that. And $12,000 for the Mount Gamber and District Baseball League, um, to uh, improve their facilities out there. Uh, their facilities uh, need that upgrade so they can keep um, servicing generations in jazz, which is their major fundraiser in the year. So it's it's funding that will facilitate their fundraising to mean the um, association, the Baseball League, is remains viable into the future. And um, just grateful when I was out there, they didn't ask me to throw down a pitch, because I don't <laughs> reckon I'd make it. I never had a good arm when I played cricket and... Uh, Anyone out there listening who remembers that, they'll be having a quiet chuckle right now. Yeah, I'm not sure I could do it either, Tony. Hey, mate, the community grants, are they something that happen each and every year, or is this a special circumstance? No, they're they're a program we initiated in 2013. Uh, When we came to government, we uh, rolled them out. We were conscious that, you know, there's often really big grants for organisations and communities, but modest uh, yet meaningful grants at the low end weren't being serviced. So we provided $150,000 per electorate uh, with MPs to establish a community committee, which I have, of confidential community members who sit down and, um, and, and effectively go through the applications. The great advantage of stronger communities programs is you don't need the co-contribution. So if you're a community group that you've got people who are prepared to do some work at a working bee, but you don't have cash, you can put together a program where you can access that funding without the need to have a you know a fair bit of money in the bank account. Which is sensational. Now, Tony, Rebuilding Regional Communities, it's a program that's being rolled out at the moment and there is funding available for, uh, for people. What can you tell me about it? Yeah, look, it's $5.7 million across all of Australia. It's small, very small grants. You and in our community, grants of up to $10,000 to service... Um, communities uh, that are looking to recover from the effects of COVID. So if you're a small community group and COVID's knocked you around, it's really hit your ability to fundraise, has put you in a position where there's a risk that you might not bounce back post-COVID, then uh, either contact my office and talk to Nikki, who is 
um, the person responsible for grant programs or otherwise go to the FRRR website who are managing this program on our behalf, which of course is the Foundation for Rural and Regional Renewal. Tony, it is always good to catch up to find out what's happening across the Limestone Coast region. Great to see that we've had so many local groups that have received funding from the federal government. We will catch up soon. We'll talk again. Thanks, Ewan. Tony Passon, member for Barker, joining me this morning for a chat. And look, I've got to apologise, Lovestone Coasters. I am sucking soothers like they are going out of fashion. I've got a cold at the moment. And uh, you might have heard me trying to talk with a soother in my mouth. It's time to talk all things Narracourt. All roads will lead to Narracourt this weekend. Fringe Roadshow is coming. Joe joins me on the line for a chat. G'day, Joe. How you going? Yeah, good, Joe. I am so excited. Fringe is coming to Narracourt this weekend. It is going to be absolutely epic. Absolutely it is. And it's been so great to be able to come back to Narracourt for the second year. We had such a great time there last year. It's just the vibe is so excited to come back. And we've got our street party kicking off for four hours, uh, actually on Saturday the 12th of March at 2pm. So head on down to the Narracourt Town Square. You'll see a lineup of local acts and also some of the acts from Adelaide Fringe are taking the road down to Narracourt. So we've got a Dolly Parton dance party. Uh, We've got Miss Thermodynamics. We've got... uh, Kevin Propinuri uh, hosting for the day. We've got Rob Edwards also playing set at the end. Uh, and then some local favourites like Charlie Wakefield and uh, Luke Goddard will also be gracing the stage on Saturday the 12th of March. Now, Joe, this is only some of the Fringe program for what's going on in Narracourt over the course of the weekend. Absolutely. So there's a number of different events that are happening. Uh, definitely head along to Poppy Moyle Reed, who will be performing in the foyer of the Narracourt Town Hall on Friday and Saturday nights. Um, and there's also a number of other events. So the best way to kind of get behind it is to jump on to adelaidefringe.com.au and just search for the region of Narracourt. Um, there's also a search function for the Limestone Coast. So if you feel like travelling a little bit further and you're not from Narracourt, there's probably something uh, in your local area as well. So all of the functionality are there on the Adelaide Fringe website to find things local to your area. And Joe, tell me about the Fringe performers because what do they what do they think of the idea of coming out to regional areas and and performing for uh, for country people? They absolutely love it. You know, I think there's a, a real joy in being able to share your work. And last weekend we were in Kingston and I can tell you that Kingston Town Hall absolutely went off on Friday night. Uh, and I think that uh, just quietly there's probably a lot of artists that are going to come through Kingston on their way to Adelaide in order to test their work and just give it a red-hot go in front of what was an incredible audience, full of love, full of laughter, um, standing ovations all round. It was just such an incredible night. So I think from an artist's perspective, they just love going to the region and it's, um, there's no doubt it's appreciated. Performances all weekend in Narracourt as we get set for the Fringe Roadshow coming in. Of course, Fringe Bank Gambier is a little over two weeks away. Joe, great to talk to you this morning. Have a great weekend. You too. See you there. The Fringe Roadshow, it is coming to Narracourt this weekend. It is going to be absolutely epic and a perfect opportunity to head towards Narracourt. Now it's time to talk movies. Shane A is on the line. G'day, Shane. Hello there. Mate, you have got some great movies to talk about. First of all, in the cinemas right now, what can you tell me about Off the Rails? Off the Rails is a comedy that uh, I think people of a certain age, again, I think it is hilarious. It's about three best friends. They're now in their 50s. Um, They're all on a big European 
holiday, big adventure for them. Um, one of their friends has passed away and they bring the daughter of their, their late friend with them. So it's, it's fun as well as being a bit emotional. And the whole soundtrack is the music of Blondie, Debbie Harry which I thought was pretty good too. <laughs> now, uh, on top of what's going on in the cinemas at the moment, on Paramount Plus, The Desperate Hour is available. Tell me about it. Yeah, Naomi Watts stars in this, and it's a little bit of an unusual thriller. It's, the whole movie is set with her basically on her phone and jogging. Now, it's, it's the morning she's dropped her a child off to school, and then all of a sudden, while she's doing her jogging routine, uh, there's an incident, and the whole town is in an emergency lockdown. She's desperate to get back to her, uh, her child before um, some certain things happen to her. Uh, I'll keep it at that. It's it's only a short film, runs for about 80 minutes, but it's all done in real time. So from when you watch the movie at the start to the end, she is going through the exact things with you. Uh, it's exciting. It's very good. And it's directed by Philip Noyce, an Australian director. Now, mate, I am very excited. Uh, everybody will know I am a sucker for a good uh, oh, yes. for a good cartoon on Disney Plus, Turning Red. Tell me about it. Turning Red has got a very simple story about a 13-year-old girl who, when she gets upset or angry, she turns into this wild, big, bouncing red panda. <laughs> and uh, that's it. That is simply it. But it's Pixar. It's a Disney film. You're going to get a lot more happening in it, and you're just going to laugh and laugh and laugh. I can't believe how they could stretch this story out, Ewan, but they did. It's a lot of fun. Family friendly. Hey, Shane, it's always good to catch up to talk movies. There's some great stuff on at the moment. We're leading into a long weekend. You have a great weekend, all right? Cheers, Ewan. Bye for now. Shane A, talking movies in the lead up to the long weekend. Whatever you get up to for the long weekend, make sure you stay safe. We've got an absolute ripper week next week when we get back into it Tuesday morning. I'll be back with another podcast then. If you want to know what's going on this weekend in the Limestone Coast, make sure you check out the Mank Gambia Local Guide. And whatever you do, have a great weekend.